people of the world, welcome to VGM Fight Club Fighters Lounge. Masters of VGM um, 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 Edition. I am once again your host, the Commissioner, The Last Rican. Now, for anyone that's been living under a rock, uh, I haven't mentioned this on the show, but about a month or so ago, Bedroth of Very Good Music, a VGM podcast, had this crazy idea. What if we took a bunch of VGM podcasters, got them together, and had them dedicate an episode to one particular composer who we would feel would belong on, at first was known as the Mount Rusher, Mount Rushmore of VGM podcasts, of VGM, yeah, sorry, of VGM composers. But then, I was like, no, these are the masters of VGM, and thus, we have this. Now, each podcaster can choose from one or two different VGM composers to host their show based around that composer and talk about them. So, when I was approached about this and I, you know, also offered to be part of this, I did not know essentially who I was going to go with. So, I started going back to my childhood, to the VGM music that I grew up with, that I recognized, that strikes a chord with me. And when I went back and I looked at a bunch of VGM tracks when I was a kid, like, so the Sonic series, Streets of Rage, um, various other games that I played, one name kept popping up. Yuzo Koshiro. That's right. This Master of VGM will be honored on this episode of the VGM Fight Club. So, just to, you know, oh, also fair warning for anyone listening to this podcast inside your trunk. You might want to check the bass on your speakers because some of these tracks will blow them out. But anyway, let's hear about the man himself. Yuzo Koshiro, born December 12, 1967, so he's 54 years old. He's a Japanese music composer and president of the game development company Ancient. He is often regarded as one of the most influential innovators in chiptune and video game music producing music in a number of genres, including various electronic genres, such as house, electro, techno, trance, and hip-hop, as well as jazz, symphonic, and rock. Koshiro and his sister Ayano found the gel- founded the game development company Ancient in 1990. It has been cited as creating some of the most memorable game music of the 1980s and 1990s, contributing for games such as Nihon Falcom's Dragon Slayer and E-Series, as well as Sega's The Wrench of Shinobi, and Streets of Rage series. The soundtracks for the latter have been cited by some to be ahead of their time. And boy, they are. Now, Koshiro's early life. He was born in Tokyo. He, his mother, Tomo Koshiro, was a pianist. She taught him to play the piano at the age of three. And by the age of five, he had a strong command of it. Just so you know, I'm reading this off Wikipedia, so sue me. In 1975, he began taking music lessons from the acclaimed film composer Joe He's Hisai Joe Hisai Joe Later known for his soundtracks to Hayao Miyazaki films. Oh, okay. And studied for him three years. Yeah, and studied with him for three years. Everything Koshiro has learned after that has been self-taught. Wow. While he was still in high school during the 19, early 1980s, Kozero began composing music for the NEC PC-8801 as a hobby, including mock-ups for early arcade game music from Namco, Konami, and Sega. 
The sequencing skills and experience he gained from this would later be utilized in his early video game projects. The video game influences that the video games that influenced him most were the Tower of Drew, Drew August and Space Harrier and Gradius series. The video game music soundtracks to these games inspired him to become a video game composer. In 1992, Koshiro said that his favorite music genres are new wave, dance music, techno pop, classical, and hard rock, and that his favorite Western bands are Van Halen and Soul to Soul. Man, I gotta tell you, this man has done some incredible stuff. And you know what? We will get back to some of the stuff he's done after we listen to Elise. So how I'm gonna do this is I'm gonna play two tracks each from Mr. Koshiro's library. Well, not everything, but for the most part, just, you know, the tracks that I found that I really liked. So, let's start with the earliest one. Let's see, which one I want to do first. Hmm. That should be, hold on. All right. Oh, no, that, that's going to be my last track tonight. So, we're going to start with this one right here. All right. This track comes from a game that... If Jesse, by God, Morris listened to this, he's going to lose his collective mind. From the game Kid Icarus Uprisings. The track is called Mysterious Invaders. And of course, you know Yuzo Koshiro worked on this. So here's the track. And that will be followed by, let's see, Fillmore from Act Razor. So please enjoy.
right, that was Mysterious Invaders from the game Kid Icarus Uprising and Fillmore from Act Razor. And of course, you know, these were composed by Yuzo Koshiro. So, man, like, here's the thing. I have Kid Icarus Uprising. I need to get around to playing. I did not add it to my Summer Scheme Challenge. I know. Uh, Act Razor, I've never gotten around to playing. One thing I know about Act Razor, and I hear it mentioned a lot on other podcasts, is that it has a great soundtrack. All I really know about Act Razor is that it used to be on Nick Arcade, and the kids playing Nick Arcade sucked at it. Like, that's, that's an entirely different podcast for another day. So, a little bit more about Sir Koshiro. Koshiro saying, if you will, you know. Alright, so. This is picking up in when he worked with Falcom in 19, from 86 to 88. Koshiro's first composing job was with Falcom in 1986 at the age of 18. Falcom used compositions from the PC-8801 demo tape. He had sent them in their Dragon Slayer action role-playing, well, R- action RPG Xanadu Scenario 2 for its opening theme and several dungeon levels. He also wrote the opening in Romancia that same year. His compositions for these early games were influenced by arcade game music and Japanese bands such as the Alfie. He then produced the soundtrack to Dragon Slayer 4 and Legacy of the Wizard, released in 1987, which was influenced by the sounds of early Konami games. His most well-known Falcom works are soundtracks for Sorcerian in 1987 as well, and the early Ease 1, Ease and Ease 1, oh wait, no, Ease games, Ease 1 and Ease 2. These early music productions mainly featured rock and fusion music. The TurboGrafx CD versions of the first three Ease games from 89 to 91 are notable for their very early use of Red Book audio in video games. Music from the Ease games were also employed in the Ease anime. All these early soundtracks were produced by the FM synthesis soundchip of the PC-8801. Despite later advances in audio technology, Koshiro would continue to use older PC-8801 hardware to produce many of his later video game soundtracks, including the Streets of Rage and Etrian Odyssey soundtracks. His soundtracks for early Falcom games such as Dragon Slayer and the E-Series are widely regarded as some of the most influential RPG video game scores. So, wow. Koshiro, at the age of 18, was already making waves. My goodness. So, let's see. What's going to be our next two tracks? Alright, so I was a little shocked because I've never played this game, but I do like the movie and I'm a big fan of this character. The next two tracks will be from the game Batman Returns for the Sega Genesis. The first track is Act 1, Gotham City, Part 1, followed by Act 5, The Penguin's Lair. Please enjoy.
right, we are back. That was Act 1 Gotham City, Part 1 from the game Batman Returns, followed by The Penguin's Lair, also from Batman Returns. Also, people, I would like to apologize if you hear any music or anything in the background. That is my neighbors. They are very loud and rude and disrespectful and inconsiderate, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, more about Yuzo Koshiro. This is his life from 88 to 90. Following his separation with Falcom, Koshiro became a freelancer, composing music for many other companies. His early freelance works include the Sharp 86, well, no, Sharp 68,000, part of Bosconian, Boltex Action RPG, The Scheme, which was released in 1988, for the PC-8801, and Enix's visual novel game Misty Blue for the PC-9801 in 1990. The later two soundtracks featured in early Eurobeat music. His most notable freelance work was for Sega, where he composed music for the Shinobi series and the Streets of Rage series, as well as Quintet, where he composed the soundtracks of Act Razor and Act Razor 2. Oh, excuse me. His first... Let's see. Uh, sorry, my computer froze. His first freelance work for Sega was a soundtrack to Revenge of the Shinobi, for which he produced house and progressive, catchy techno-style compositions that fused electronic dance music with traditional Japanese music. His soundtrack for Act Razor, on the other hand, was mainly classical and orchestral. While working on Act Razor, in order to get around the SNES's 64 kilobyte memory limitation, which limited the number of instruments that can be used and prevented the reloading of samples, Koshiro developed a sample loading system that would work with the ROM cartridge memory, swapping samples from the ROM data on the fly. This allowed him to load parts of the music gradually as needed, and also change it quickly between stages or parts of the stage which the original music couldn't do it with its restrictions. A similar system was used for by other companies for later Super Nintendo games such as Squaresoft's Saiken Densetsu and Namco Studios' Tales of Fantasia, both released in 1995. Man, this man created his own style. Well, he hit a wall and he found a way around it. That man. So... Next two tracks are going to be, let's see, what's this one right here? Play that, play that, play that. All right, these are going to come from the game Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. Portrait of Ruin. The first track is called Invitation of a Crazed Moon, followed by, one moment, if these things would like, let me see their titles. And theme of Simon Belmont, 2007. Please enjoy.
All right, we are back. Those past, two, those last two tracks were from the game Castlevania: Portrait of Ruin, um, of course, composed by Yuzo Koshiro. Uh, the tracks were called "Invitation of a Crazed Moon" and "Theme of Simon Belmont 2007." I believe Portrait of Ruin is a DS game. It's one of the few I haven't played. I recently, well, not recently, last year, I downloaded the Castlevania Advance Collection for my Switch, which I loved all those games. Circle of the Moon, um, Dawn of Sorrow, Aria of Sorrow, oh, is it the Kletzi? I forget what they're all called, but I had all of them. And I played um, the DS sequel to Aria of Sorrow. Starring Soma Cruz. And I didn't play any of the other DS ones. I really should get around to fixing that. And get a hold of these titles. So. Anyway. So. Some more facts about Mr. Koshiro. If you will give me a moment. Because this was a two day process. You know. Just a peek behind the curtain. And I just now got. <laughs> I closed out my computer after saving everything. Because I was really tired last night. Let's see. Um. Alright, looks like... Alright, founding of Ancient Court. In 1990, Koshiro helped founded Ancient Court, which contributed to the development of a number of games, such as an 8-bit version of Sonic the Hedgehog and Beyond Oasis. The company was also founded by his mother, Tomo Koshiro, while his sister, Ayano Koshiro, works at the company as an art, character, and graphic designer, and was also the art designer for the Razor games. His sister Ayano has designed characters and graphics for several games Koshiro has worked on, including The Streets of Rage, Bare Knuckle, as it is known in Japan, and Ease and Razor series. While working with Ancient, he composed the soundtrack for the 8-bit version of Sonic the Hedgehog in 91. He adapted several pieces of music from the original 16-bit version, while the rest of the soundtrack consisted of his own original music. His soundtracks for the Streets of Rage series from 91 to 94 were composed using then outdated PC-8801 hardware alongside his own original audio programming language. According to Koshiro, for Streets of Rage, I used the PC-88 and an original programming language I developed myself. The original was called MML, Music Macro Language. It is based on the NEC's basic program, but I modified it heavily. It was more a basic style language at first, but I modified it to be something more like assembly. I called it Music Love. I used it for all the Streets of Rage games. The soundtracks for Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2 were influenced by house, techno, hardcore techno, breakbeat, funk, and ethnic music. He also attempted to reproduce the Roland TR-808 and TR-909 beats and Roland TB-303 synths using FM synthesis. The soundtrack for Streets of Rage 2 in particular is considered revolutionary and ahead of its time for its amazing blend of swaggering house synths, dirty... Sims, dirty electro funk, and trancy electronic textures that would feel as comfortable in a nightclub as a video game. His CD soundtracks became bestsellers in Japan during the early 90s. In 93, Electronic Games listed the first two Streets of Rage games as some of the best video game music soundtracks they ever heard. They described Koshiro as just about universally acknowledged as the most gifted composer currently working in the video game field. For the soundtrack to Streets of Rage 3, he created a new composition method called the Automated Composing System to produce fast-beat techno-like jungle. It was the most advanced techno technique of the time, incorporating heavily randomized sequences. This resulted in innovative and experimental sounds generated automatically that, according to Koshiro, you ordinarily never could imagine on your own. 
This method was very rare at the time, but has since become popular among techno and trance music producers to get unexpected and odd sounds. The soundtrack also had elements of abstract, experimental, gabber, and trance music. The time... The, oh, okay. the experimental electronic music was not very well received upon release, but has since been considered to be ahead of its time. According to Mean Machines, ironically, it predated the trance era that came short while after release. Goshiro was one of the first composers credited under his real name in a time when several other Japanese developers were credited under pen names. So, Goshiro, once again, traveling space and time to give us music that, well... Will be coming out till sometime. That won't become popular till sometime after the fact. So, all right. Our next two tracks are going to be. Hold on. Make sure I get this right. And why? Sorry, my computer is moving slightly slow. All right. Next two tracks are going to be coming from the Etrian. Well, the next couple of tracks will be coming from the Etrian Odyssey series. So I'm going to play these in one moment. Alright, so the first two tracks I'm going to play is from Etrian Odyssey Untold 2, Night of Fafner. And the track is called Reaching Out for Our Future, which will then be followed by, if this thing will allow me to see, alright, the first Etrian Odyssey, the track being called Music Destruction Begets Decay. So please enjoy. i 
Those tracks were Reaching Out for Our Future from the game Etrian Odyssey Untold 2, Night of Fafner, and Music Destruction Begets Decay from the original Etrian Odyssey. Um, I've never played either of these games, or any of the Etrian Odyssey games, and I just looked it up on YouTube, and man, you know, I think I really would have enjoyed these. And I have to wonder if there's an Etrian Odyssey for the Switch. So now... Let's see. Hmm. 
Alright, there's a series. Uh, main series. Uh, see, there was one, two, three, four, five, six games. Uh, Etrian Odyssey, Etrian Odyssey 2, Etrian Odyssey 3, Etrian Odyssey... Well, let's just say their names properly. Etrian Odyssey. Etrian Odyssey 2, Heroes of Lagarde. Etrian Odyssey 3, The Drowned City. Etrian Odyssey 4, Legends of the Titan. Etrian Odyssey 5, Beyond the Myth. And Etrian Odyssey Nexus. Uh, let's see. Okay, all these were on the 3DS. Let's see. 3DS... Oh, okay, so the first one was on the original DS. Well, the first three. Etrian Odysseys 1, 2, and 3 were all on the DS. And 4, 5, and 6 were released for the 3DS. Okay. Let's see. There looks like there was an Etrian Odyssey Untold, The Millennium Girl, which was also released for the 3DS. And Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold, The Fafner Knight, also for the 3DS. There was a spinoff Etrian Odyssey... Mystery Dungeon, which was also released on the 3DS. And, uh, alright, Etrian Odyssey Mystery Dungeon 2 was also released for the 3DS. And it doesn't look like there was any others since. Um, hmm. And this was made by Atlas. Okay, and owned by Sega. Interesting. I'm surprised that we haven't got anything for the Switch. I mean... I'm pretty sure, I think Pernell has a bunch of these, of Rhythm and Pixels, so he definitely would know something about these. I might have to hunt one of these down and give it a look-see. You know, get, whenever I get around to playing all my 3DS, top, my DS titles that I have, because I just keep surmounting. Oh, like right here I have a stack of the Shimagami Tensei series on the 3DS, from Soul Hackers all the way to Shimagami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. Anyway, but enough about this. Let's go back to more about Mr. Koshiro. Alright, so... This is the last excerpt of what he's been doing for the past couple of years. So, from 94 to present. Also in 1994, Koshiro co-composed well, a well-known soundtrack for the Mega CD version of Eye of, Be Eye of the Beholder, a dungeon crawl role-playing video game ported over from the original by Japanese developer Opera House and published by Sega. That same year, his soundtrack for Beyond Oasis utilized a late romantic style of music, which he later also utilized for Legend of Oasis, Maregnon, and Warriors of the Lost Empire. He also composed the soundtrack for Sega Shenmue, alongside Takanobu Mitsuyoshi, and a few others, with Koshiro contributing 15 original compositions to the soundtrack. Three other staff members of Ancient also worked on Shenmue. He later composed the soundtracks for the Wing Gun Midnight series, 2001 onwards, and Namco X Capcom. These were the first projects where he wrote the lyrics, oh, he wrote the lyrics, along with the music. For the Wagnon Midnight series in particular, his compositions were mostly trance music, a style he was previously unfamiliar with. He composed the main theme of the French TV channel No Life, which launched in 2007. The theme was released as part of the album Tamutu, Tamutua, I think, in 2008. Some of Koshiro's latest work includes music for the Etrian Odyssey series, the Wangnin Midnight series, and the Seventh Dragon series. He also he was also brought back to compose for Streets of Rage 4 in 2020, along with Kawashima and several others. Which man, so again, just and that's all that I have about Mr. Koshiro, Koshiro-san, if you will, like. 
uh, individual ahead of his time. So let's go ahead and play the next two tracks, which also come from, like I said, also are coming from the Etrian Odyssey series. So the next track, the next two tracks come from Etrian Odyssey 3. The track is called The Vengeful God in the Dark Ocean Abyss. And Etrian Odyssey 4, Faith is My Pillar. And it looks like, alright, so the first one's track is played in the Music Labyrinth. Uh, it's, oh, the whole track is called Music Labyrinth 6, The Vengeful God in the Dark Ocean Abyss. And the second track is fully called Battlefield Music, Faith is My Pillar. So, here's the tracks.
Okay, we are back. That was Music Labyrinth 6, The Vengeful God in the Dark Ocean Abyss from Etrian Odyssey 3, and Music Battlefield, Faith is My Pillar from Etrian Odyssey 4. So, again, I've never played these games. They look dope, and I'm probably gonna... I don't know, like, it's weird. So when it comes to JRPGs, I try to give time, but then... I don't know, I find it easier to play certain games, like, when I'm doing something. Like, case in point, I'm a huge wrestling fan. So sometimes when a wrestling match is on, I will play my Switch and play certain games on that because I can watch wrestling and play the game at the same time. Because I'm not going to be one of the people that has two TVs out in this front room and one TV is for playing the game and one TV is for watching wrestling. Like, I, look, I'm a bachelor, but I'm not, like, that much of a bachelor. I mean, kudos to anyone that does that. I mean, I know some people that got kids that do that, but, like, that ain't me. That, that's just too much. Plus, my, my house is only but yay big, so... Maybe in the future, if I have a man cave. Who knows? Anyway, so, I'll go ahead and play the next three. We're going to keep it running along. Because um, I don't have much to say about these games, because I haven't played it, but they look dope. I especially like how... So, they're dungeon crawlers. And on the bottom screen, as you walk, you can fill out the map. Okay, so to me, that's dope, because it's Castlevania-esque. Sort of, and plus, from someone that plays Dungeons & Dragons, who likes to keep up with maps and stuff, uh, that's one of the things. So, uh, let's see. What is the next two? Alright, so, I'm, the next, alright, so I'm gonna be playing three tracks next. And, hold that thought real quick, because I think I made a mistake. Did, did I make a mistake? One moment, I need to double check on something. Alright, I was wrong. I did not make any mistakes. Okay, next three tracks will also be from the Etrian Odyssey series. Alright, so the first one is going to be Music Labyrinth 4, Library of Puppets from Etrian Odyssey 4, followed by Music Battlefield Elation from Etrian Odyssey Nexus, and the last one will be Bloody Fight, Betting It All from Etrian Odyssey Untold 2, Night, the Night of Fafner.
Alright, we're back. That was Music Battle... Oh. I apologize. Music Labyrinth 4, Library of Puppets from Etrian Odyssey 4. Music Battlefield, Elation from Etrian Odyssey Nexus. And Bloody Fight, Betting It All, Etrian Odyssey Untold 2, Knight of Fafner. So, again, a bunch of rocking tracks, but you know what? Let's not stop here. Let's move on to the next set of tracks. So, I came across... A couple, like, while looking up Mr. Koshiro's work, I came across a couple of tracks from, um, that either weren't included in the game, or they were made for other types of games. I think, like, a DDR game, a dance-type game, like, DDR-esque. I don't know for sure. Uh, so, the next track is known simply as Madly Driving. Followed by the opening theme for Namco X Capcom, which has been played on the show before by none other than the one and only Kung Fu Carlito. This is known as Brave New World, so madly driving and Brave New World.
driving and brave new world from namco x capcom and i was wrong so midnight wagnon is actually an arcade racing game that Cozero composed music for i mean wait let's see 
Yeah. No, it's Wad Wangin Midnight Maxim. Or Maximum. Yeah. Wagon. Yeah. Wangon Midnight Maximum Tune 4. So. That is. Excuse me while I update my show notes. <laughs> Midnight Maximum. <laughs> There we go. But yeah, so this that is an arcade racing game. That uh wow, just it looks dope and I'm surprised we never got it here in the States. I will say this though. Um so the Namco X Capcom series. I never got to play it. It always released on PlayStation. I don't know if it ever came stateside. I know we got Project X Zone. But I don't know if we ever got Namco X Capcom. So let me see. Let me let, let me look into this real quick, cause that had to be. There we go. That was in 2005, and yeah, it was only released in Japan. Such a dang shame. But basically, play like Project X Zone is its spiritual successor. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Including the successor, Project X Zone for the 3DS. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like Project X Zone and Project X Zone 2, but I like the games. I have the first one. I need to get hold of the second one. First chance I get. Again, one of those, uh, my ever-growing collection of 3DS titles that I have get, yet to get around to play. Uh, woe is me. Anyway, so we're going to keep this hype train moving. So I have, let's see, a track from one of the games I just mentioned, Project X Zone. The track is called Go Straight, Streets of Rage 2. And this is an arrangement done by Koshiro for Project X Zone 2. From the Brave New World original sound, well, Project X Zone Brave New Project X Zone Two Brave New World, and then I have the original version of. Actually, you know what? Whoa, let me back that up. All right, so I'm play the original version of Go Straight from Streets of Rage Two, followed by uh, Slow Moon, also from Streets of Rage Two, and I'll play the arrangement for Project X Zone Two along with a special track I stumbled across while getting ready for this episode. So anyway. This is Go Straight and Slow Moon from Streets of Rage 2.
All right, we're back. That was Ghost Straight and Slow Moon, both from Streets of Rage 2. This game holds a very near and dear place in my heart for the simple fact of this is one of the few games, I mean, there's a couple of them, but one of the many games I beat together with my brother David. We were hugely obsessed with Streets of Rage 2, and we would often kind of argue over who gets to play Escape. But as time went on, I realized Axel was the better choice, even though Escape was more mobile. Uh, but yeah, the interesting thing about this, so we also played Streets of Rage 1, because we played Streets of Rage 2 before 1. Then we went back and played 1 uh, when we were younger, and there's a part at the end where you can choose whether or not to fight it. Like, when you get to the final boss, he'll ask if you consider working for him. And on happenstance, David chose no, I chose yes, so we had to fight each other to death. <laughs> kind of like in Double Dragon 2, I believe. When you get to the end, you have to fight over the girls. So, <laughs> oh God, such great memories. And these are such great games. But man, just Streets of Rage. You know, I think when my sons come up here, we're probably going to introduce them to Streets of Rage. Since Streets of Rage 4 allows you to play with more than two people. So, going to definitely have to get them into that. I'm still waiting on this Ninja Turtles Kyle Bunker collection because I'm going to have so much fun playing those games with them. Oh, man. Anyway, so moving on to our next tracks. Let's see, what do we have lined up? Let me make sure I got the right, got them right, because, you know, there's a couple of tracks left, and then we'll be done. All right. So, this comes from the game Streets of Rage 1, and the, oddly enough, it's from the uh, last stage that I just mentioned. Uh, the track is called Last Soul Stage 8. And supposedly this one's been expanded and enhanced. So, and then the second track after that will be from Revenge of Shinobi. The track is called Ninja Step, and it plays on stages 4-2 and 7-2. And you know what? For the hell of it, I'll play a third track, also from Revenge of, Shino Revenge of Shinobi, called Sunrise Boulevard, which plays, is, which plays on stages 2-1 and 5-2.
That was The Last Soul, Stage 8 from Streets of Rage. Ninja Step from Revenge of Shinobi and Sunrise Boulevard, also from Revenge of Shinobi. These are games that I've all played on my original Sega Genesis. And, you know, I was a Sega kid. So when we were, I would have to say about, had to be like eight or nine, we had the Sega Genesis with the, you know, let me double check that real quick. Sorry, had to do a quick uh, reference, but yeah. And yeah, I was eight when we got the Sega Genesis with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 included in. Oh, it is recording. Sorry, I had to look because oh god, there's so much there's so much going on on my screen with my with audacity. Like I did not know if it was recording. But yeah, I was eight when we received this system, the Sega Genesis, uh, also known as the Sega Genesis Model Two, packaged with Sonic the Hedgehog Two in it. When I was a kid, and man, me and my brother David played the crap out of Sonic the Hedgehog Two. And as time went on, we got more games added to our collection and Streets of Rage and Revenge of Shinobi and Streets of Rage 2. Well, Streets of Rage 2 first, Revenge of Shinobi came after, and then Streets of Rage 1. So, kind of an odd mishmash of the order in which we played certain games. But regardless, all these games have such a near and dear heart. I mean, near and dear place in my heart and as part of my childhood. Because like I said, I grew up a Sega kid. Even our first system was a ColecoVision, then the original Nintendo. I didn't get the Super Nintendo until I was a teenager. In which case, like I always say, I think I appreciate it more as a teenager than anything else. But mind you, at this time, the 64 and the PlayStation were already out. So, mm, either way, I have no qualms about my, you know, my life in gaming and, like, my development throughout the years of gaming. But anyway, we're going to move on to our next couple of tracks, and then we're going to be just about almost done. Alright, so, let me double check here. Alright, so, the next two tracks are coming from Streets of Rage 4 and Ease 1 and Ease 2. So the Streets of Rage 4 track is simply titled Shiva, and I believe this is a track that plays when you fight Shiva in the game. And the next track from Ease 1 and 2 is called Music Ice Ridge of, oh, Ice Ridge of Nultsia from Ease 1 and 2. So, please enjoy.
All right, we're back. That was Shiva from Streets of Rage 4 and Ice Ridge of Nolcia from Ease and Ease 2. So, I don't know much about the Ease series other than they're a JRPG that Purnell of Rhythm and Pixels raves about all the time and several other people. I personally have never played these. Now, Streets of Rage 4, man, let me tell you something. As a person that grew up loving Streets of Rage and always wanting another game in the series, when Streets of Rage 4 was announced, I was hyped, and I believe it took some time before we got the game. So let me double check something real quick if y'all will bear with me. Let's see. Alright, yeah, it was released in 2020. Yeah. So, like, when this was announced, we, you know, everyone's just like, man, we're getting Streets of Rage 4. And then, for a while, we didn't hear anything. And then, in 2020, exactly on April 30th, Streets of Rage 4 was released. I remember this because I actually um, bought my brother David his copy for his Switch as a birthday gift. Because, uh, man, like, Streets of Rage 4, man, just... And the thing is, I know a lot of people complain. And here's a weird thing. People complain about this game. Oh, this is... Because my thing is this. They stuck to the formula. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. They added a few extra things, but ultimately, they stuck to the same formula that made Streets of Rage great. They didn't try to overhaul it or change everything. They added a few little tweaks here there, but ultimately it was still the same game. Like, how could you not love just... If you're a fan of beat-em-ups and you love the Streets of Rage series, Streets of Rage 4 hits that nostalgia mark and then some. So, oh, such a great game and I'm so glad it finally came out. But I think we can kind of call close the book on the Streets of Rage series. Like, we, we don't need no more. We even got DLC. Um, the Mr. X Nightmare DLC, which I have yet to play, and we get around to it. But, I, I think we can just call it a day on the Streets of Rage series. Just saying. Okay, because as it has been portrayed in Until Shredder's Revenge comes out. So, the Ninja Turtles games were always side-scrolling beat-offs that were great. And then somewhere along the way, they switched over to, like, the 3D thing, which they weren't that great. Uh, then they did Turtles in Time Reshelled on the Xbox 360 Arcade, which gets a bad rap, but... I always thought it was okay. I still have it. And then you had the mute, um, Mutants in Manhattan for the Xbox One and PS4. Again, just sometimes some series just just stick to the tried and true method. Stop trying to do extra things. I mean, don't get me wrong. If they did like a... Oh, God. If they did like a Warriors Ninja Turtles, that would be dope. To anyone out there in the gaming industry that's listening to this, Give us a Warriors Ninja Turtles game, okay? That'd be the dopest thing on this planet. Just saying, alright? Just saying. Ah. Uh, anyway. Alright, so we're on to our... Alright, so I have exactly four tracks left. Two of them I will play last. Because they're pretty special. So, let's see. The next two tracks come from Streets of Rage 4 as well. The first one is the main theme. And the second track is called Mrs. Y. So please enjoy.
right, we're back. That was main theme from the game Streets of Rage 4, followed by Mrs. Y, also from Streets of Rage 4. So, man, look, I gotta tell you, like, when I started playing Streets of Rage 4, and after I listened to VGM podcast, I came to appreciate the music so much more, and I gotta tell you, man, they hit out the park with that entire game. For people that have never played Streets of Rage that played it, they enjoyed it. For people that did play the original Streets of Rage, they enjoyed it. Like, it was a good game. It was a great game. And it's still a great game. And I'm so happy. Like, it came out before I definitely passed away into the ether. <laughs> uh, I mean, because a lot of times you hear about these releases for games and they never come out. Case in point, uh, most infamous, StarCraft Ghost. Never got it. Uh, Scalebound for the Xbox One. Never got it. Uh, the scrapped uh, Marvel fighting game. It was supposed to be like a 3D fighter, but you knock each other through like stage transitions. Never got that. There's so many games. There, there was a there was an unreleased Green Lantern game that had a whole soundtrack that our very own Bedroth played on an episode of the Fight Club. So just to get this to have this game announced and then actually get it, man, just good job. And man, they they did they definitely knew what they were doing having Kozero Koshiro come back and you know help with the music on the game. But anyway, we've come to the end of the episode. So I have two special tracks for you guys, and that's gonna end it for the night. So in doing research and looking up stuff for this episode, I came across something very unique. So the first one is, as I announced earlier. It was from Project X Zone 2. It's an arrangement of the Ghost of Ghost Straight from Streets of Rage 2. So I figured I would play that right and playing it, you know, following the original Ghost Straight. Just just to add a little bonus. But the other track, I think Kung Fu Carlito will really enjoy this one. And also fans of this particular series. So again, as I was looking for this, I came across a track that Mr. Kozero Koshiro did himself composing. This is a Balrog remix from the Street Fighter 2 soundtrack done by Yuzo Koshiro himself. And when I heard it, I was like, man, I got to play this on the show. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Thank you all for tuning in. To everyone else doing the Masters of VGM podcast, I am very grateful and humbled to be doing this endeavor with all of you. To the fans of the Fight Club, as always, you can catch me, the commissioner on VGM Fight Club. You can also catch me on... Senpai's Playlist, and the Uomatsuplex podcast, done with none other than Jesse Bygod Moore of Game That Tune. Uh, you could email me at vgmfightclub.com. I mean, vgmfightclub at hotmail.com. Uh, you can also go onto our Discord. Uh, on Twitter, I am a GoRam superhero, at a GoRam superhero. Uh, the YouTube channel, the next save point. Um, probably won't be putting much sponsors in here, but we might be picking up a new sponsor very soon. Uh, I will have details for that on the next episode of Fight Club, which might be premiering either this week or next week. Depends on what goes on next couple days, because my sons will be up here Thursday. So, anyway, to everyone, anyone who listens to the show, thank you. I appreciate and love you all. And in the words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night. And as always, Wu Tang Forever. I leave you off with. Go Straight Arrangement from Project X Zone 2, Brave New World, followed by 
Balrog remix done by none other than Mr. Yuzo Koshiro himself. You all have a great night.